0: everyone, it's Friday, and you know what that means? Well, who cares really what day it is, because Friday turns into Monday, then Wednesday. doesn't matter what day of the week it is. But um, today I want to talk a little bit about uh, self-love, and I have been watching Queer Eye for this entire week. I guess I was just, um, you can find all the episodes on Netflix, I was a little few episodes behind So it was very nice to watch how they changed these people's worlds and just kind of like talking you through it, what bothers you, how are you not going on with your life or whatever struggles you may have. And the struggles that you have show in the way that you are living. So if you have a really messy home, does that mean that you have a really messy life? I, I really don't know because my apartment is not messy it's just a little dusty i don't even know what that means or what does that say about me but anyway (laughs) it's i want to talk today about not feeling good enough we like to put ourselves down i don't know why um how do you make yourself feel better? Do you pep talk into the mirror? Like, I remember this old technique that people would put post-its on the mirror. So if you go to bed and you, you write some things on the like ba- bathroom mirror, I am good, I am gorgeous, I feel fine, I'm not fat or I'm not thin, I'm just perfect the way I am. And you put that in the mirror. And then when you wake up in the morning, you look in the mirror. And you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, this, I don't know. Does that help? Is that something that we should learn from all these old Hollywood films? I guess we'll never know. I might try to do that sometime. I was watching this really beautiful movie last night called Brit Marie Was Here. Yes, Brit Marie var här. It's a Swedish movie by uh, Fredrik Beckman. He wrote the book. And this other fellow actress, Tuva Novotny, or however I'm mispronouncing her name, because I actually um, don't know how her name is pronounced, she wrote the script for this movie. And this movie was so, so sweet. It was about this woman who is living her everyday life in such a specific order. She wakes up at 6 o'clock in the morning. She, puts, uh, she takes away... All of her uh, linen clothing from the bed. She makes the machine. And at the same time the machine is working, the washing machine, she goes to the store. She buys her load of toilet paper. Like she does the same thing in the morning. Oh, and in between that, she makes breakfast for her husband. And she's in this like loveless marriage. But that's what she's used to. She's used to that kind of order. And obviously... It's in the beginning of the movie, so I'm sure you know you realize something will definitely change. And sure enough, it does. And she's put into this interesting situation where she just leaves everything. I'm not going to say too much about this movie. It's on Amazon Prime. I love Amazon Prime. But it touched me in a way I didn't think was possible. I thought it was such a sweet film. And then obviously, this morning, uh, Netflix released the Euro the Eurovision Song cos- Contest, the Faro saga, and it's Will Ferrell. I mean, Will Ferrell. He wrote the movie, he produced the film, he did not direct it, and he is portraying this guy named Lars who lives in the tiniest little village up north in Iceland. And I was like, oh this is just amazing. I, I Thought it was hysterical, and his passion for music—that one day he will be in the Eurovision Song Contest. That's all he wanted to do. He just wanted to, to be in it and perform. But he felt like he, he was such big disgrace for his country, and his—you know—he he felt very um, embarrassed. He thought that he embarrassed his father, p- who was played by Pierce Brosnan. I don't know. I laughed. I thought that it was such a great movie. It's on Netflix. Check it out. Yeah, I'm I'm like making. I don't know, making commercial, making ads for Netflix and Amazon. Anyway, I'm just trying to figure out what else to watch. Uh, It's almost July. Rent is due. Oh God, I don't know how that's gonna be like, and um. We're also still dealing with the 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 aftermath, but we're still dealing with this pandemic. Are we not wearing our masks? Why aren't people wearing their masks? If you're around a person, wear your mask. It's what you're told. I don't know how much this mask truly helps. I feel like my Swedish friends are kind of laughing at me that I'm wearing my mask, but... It's somewhat, it does stop the spread because you're wearing a mask to not only protect you but protect the other person. Like I'm wearing the mask for you, but yet somehow California has gotten really bad again. The second, I don't know if it's a second wave, but Florida, second wave. I don't know, a lot of bad things. But let me not talk about that now again. Let's talk about something more fun. The 4th of July. So I don't know what's hap. Well, I, I do know what's been happening. There's been a lot of movement going on at night. And people are very angry. But not only that, there's fireworks really, really late at night. Somewhat early in the morning and that has been disrupting my sleep and that has been going on guys for almost three weeks and uh, that's just something that will be going on until the people that are doing this are feeling that they're being heard maybe you know it's a I think that I just want everybody to understand it's not I feel like it's just for everybody it's has been difficult for everybody with this movement going on first the pandemic, then um, the Black Lives Matter movement. I think it's very important to be heard. And I I want to say that I'm hearing everybody. And I wish there was something I could do. I want to pass along the message. I'm I stand by it. I want only good things and hopefully good things will come. To that. So, I want to get back a little bit about my self love. And I decided to Google a little bit and I found a seven step prescription for self love. And I think I want to share that with you, whoever wants to listen. So step number 1 is become mindful. People who have more self-love tend to know what they think, feel and want. They're mindful of who they are and act on this knowledge rather than on what other wants for them. What others want for them. Yes, a little bit of typo going on here. Step number 2. Act on what you need rather than what you want. Now you love yourself, when you can turn away from something that feels good and exciting to what you need to stay strong, centered, and moving forward in your life instead. By staying focused on what you need, you turn away from automatic behavior patterns that get you into trouble, keep you stuck in the past, and lessen self-love. That's really interesting. I'm like reading as I'm saying this. I found this article from Psychology. Psychology? today wow it's really hard when you speak three languages sometimes i get stuck in hebrew and i go la 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 you know i'm trying to i'm trying guys i'm trying it with all of my mind and brain to make it work today step number three practice good self-care you Mm -hmm. will love yourself more when you take better care of your basic needs people high in self-love nourish themselves daily through healthy activities like sound nutrition, exercise, proper sleep, intimacy, and healthy social interactions. don't know if that's really true, but okay. Four, set boundaries. You love yourself more when you set limits or say no to work, love, or activities that deplete or harm you physically, emotionally, and spiritually, or express poorly who you are. I like that. That's true. Five, protect yourself. Bring the right people into your life. I love the term frenemies. It's funny. I do like it. It describes so well the type of friends who take pleasures in your pain and loss rather than in your happiness and success. So what this person is suggesting you to do right now is to get rid of them i think that we need the frenemies we need the people that are gonna be a little tough i feel like they may toughen you up i don't necessarily have friends that are like really really not necessarily nice to me but i have people that i that i have in my life that i feel like are just you know sometimes the truth truly hurts and if you cannot take it yeah i don't know i mean i Sometimes I can't take it. I'm very sensitive which just taking the worst out of me. And it says it. there isn't enough time in your life to waste on people who want to take away the shine on your face that says, I genuinely love myself and life. Yeah, that's interesting. Number six, forgive yourself. We humans can be so hard on ourselves. The downside of taking responsibility for our actions is punishing ourselves too much for mistakes in learning and growing. You have to accept your humanness, which means the fact that you're not perfect, before you can truly love yourself. Practice being less hard on yourself when you make a mistake. Says they remember, there are no failures. If you have learned and grown from your mistakes, there are only lessons learned. I like that. Live, oh, last step, number seven. Live intentionally. You will accept and love yourself more, whatever has happened in your life. When you live with purpose and design. Your purpose doesn't have to be crystal clear to you. If your intention is to live a meaningful and healthy life, you will make decisions that support this intention and feel good about yourself when you succeed in this purpose so is this meaning that i should like have that third vodka soda even though i was happy with my second because i know that the third will make me even happier oh it's an interesting way of look at things i haven't started drinking yet even though it's friday uh i'm in a rosé kind of mood because it's summertime yeah let's wander off to another subject it's not funny Anyway, with all this said, I just want to evolve myself a little bit in psychology more. I want to find a purpose of the meaning of life. (laughs) Very deep of me to say. Um, I want to um, come full circle. I want to talk about things that are necessarily fun. And sometimes I want to talk about things that are really fun. But I have been in this, um, I feel like not I, we have been in this interesting time where we are just been isolated. And it's really hard when you're around people and then you're trying to like, oh, wait, I have been quiet for like 15 minutes. And I feel like you're getting used to the awkward silence more. I was around um, some really old good friends the other day. Down the shore, had an awesome, awesome day. And it was like no time has gone. And my friend was like, Where did you go? She said to me. I said, What do you mean where did you go? I've been here along. She's like, No, you never texted me. And then I'm looking on my phone and I said, Wow, I never replied or text or reached out. And we're talking three months. So I don't know what I did don't during those three months, maybe recording a few episodes. I don't know, we kind of like I dive myself into Netflix. Netflix and Hulu. I dive myself into that. Oh, and thank you, HBO, of course. I don't know. Time just flew by, guys. It just flew by. But you know what? Sometimes we t- we can just stop the time and we can say thanks. I say thanks after every episode that I record. Because I think it's important to be thankful. You know what I should stop saying, though? I should stop saying sorry. I say sorry all the time. And that doesn't help. (laughs) Maybe we can talk about that in the next few episodes. I am trying to see if I can have a session with my mother. I have been looking forward to have her on my podcast but in the meantime, I want to say that I did a podcast session with my 94-year-old grandfather, and it was amazing. Um, he agreed to do 10 minutes, which I thought was pretty decent since he's 94, and I got up really early that day to do our session with him. I got up at 4 o'clock in the morning, 4.30, so we could time it so he can have it right after breakfast, his morning coffee, and the 10-minute interview or session turned into 42 minutes and 11 seconds and let me tell you he was a uh, such a good storyteller he was telling amazing stories about my mom and uh, my uncles who I love dearly as well and it's just really really cool I hope that he will never forget and I hope that when I turn 94 obviously will we still have Spotify where people still do podcasts That's also really fun I have no idea but I Love that I can have this session saved forever and ever in the World Wide Web of his interview. So with that said, happy Friday, guys. Hug someone. Tell them you love them. And I hope I can interview someone new next week. I'm taking suggestions. I'm here. I'm in Town. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.